fog of borders Good and evil is torn between this All that I can be is this All that you will see is this Cause I'm a natural born born Good and evil is torn between this All that I can be is this All that you will see is this Good evening motherfuckers on the road with Tim Rockwell, chilling with the villain, episode number six. On my way back right now from Celeste, Texas. We did a world-class show. Yes, my fucking limb's still broken. I'm not going to be wrestling for like a really, really long time. But now I'm the commissioner of world-class. So I get to go out there and I just get to run my fucking mouth. And, you know, it's what I get to do best. Uh, I'm on the road with some unique people. Driving, we have... Zach Royal, the pre-show. In the passenger seat, we have the show motherfucking case himself, Alex Royal. Sitting next to me is my soul brother, my motherfucking ex-tag team partner. The guy that I wrestle every motherfucking February. And I gotta get better so we can wrestle next February. Mr. Motherfucking Nasty. I'm not going to call you Bishop because the Bishop wouldn't be on this podcast. Right, right, right. The Bishop wouldn't talk like this. But no, Mr. Nasty's going to say a motherfucker. Mr. Nasty's <laughs> going to hit this. And I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm actually not even smoking weed this time. No, I got not smoke. So, 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 just so you know, these three don't smoke. But I have smoked weed today. And I am on some more tabs right now. So, I mean, <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna get a little loopy. We're going to get into some fucking stories, man. And I'm not just talking wrestling. Like, we're going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk some stories. Right. We're going to talk. But, man, I got some funny-ass shit that we've got to get over. And I'm going to go ahead and throw, go throw this out here, man. Motherfucking gummies. <laughs> THC gummies is what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, oh, oh, shit. Okay, I've been wanting to talk about this. In my archives. Dude, I've been wanting to talk about this with you. You've got to talk about it. But you and I have got to talk about this shit. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be on your fucking podcast again to even talk about this shit. But... I want to get it out of the way on my motherfucking podcast because this is a cool goddamn story. Okay, so we're setting up for a show. Uh, what show was this, man? Do you know what date this was? It was the Christmas show. It was the Christmas show. I was main eventing. Okay, so I had just put Paul over for the WFC Championship, the show before, because we had to switch shows. Remember, you uh, were supposed to switch. I yeah, was supposed yeah. to do the Christmas show, but we had a schedule conflict, so we switched yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, so um, Alex says he has a gift for me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck. If he's going to give me a gift, I need to give him a gift. This is Christmas. <laughs> so he reveals that he has the sweetest fucking jacket ever in professional wrestling with my new logos that I had no idea about. Joker. Like, it was very joke. Goddamn gear I'm wearing now, basically. So, it was a fucking cool-ass hoodie, dude. Now, he didn't have to do it, man. And it was really fucking cool. So, I stopped off because Alex has anxiety real fucking bad. So, I was like, man, I'm going to stop off and I'm going to get him some wax. No, I mean, it was, some, uh, it was the uh, extract. And I'm going to get him a pen so he can smoke out of it. Because he said, you know, he liked doing that. But what I didn't realize is he was doing CBD, not THC. Yeah, I don't so, know. okay, here's right. the deal. Anxiety works two ways. THC either helps your anxiety or it fucks it up. Okay. THC fucks up his anxiety, but CBD yeah. helps his anxiety. It's yeah. vice versa for me. Fuck CBD you. fucks up my anxiety, but THC helps my anxiety. It's a lot of science. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's a lot we're of science about in weed, it. Right? Yeah, we're talking about I'm weed. Okay. Okay, so. I stopped off and picked up some gummies too because I got a good deal on. I was like, "Well, fuck it." And then he was telling me how I say so he took the pen with him. Anyway, roll and behold, he gave the pen back to me, and I smoked the fuck out of it. I gave Alex two gummies, two goddamn gummies. He yeah. eats them, man. We're good. Yeah, Everything's good. How much good. THC was in those? Huh? How much THC was in those gummies? Uh, I would say about 250 milligrams right. per gummy. So he did Whoa. about 500 milligrams of THC. Yeah. What do yeah. you typically smoke? Uh, I can't tell you actually how much I smoke, but I can tell you I smoke a lot of weed, and uh, I don't even think one of my blunts has 250 milli milligrams of THC. It probably maybe has 9% THC in that wow. motherfucker, dude. Uh, but most bud only has about 27% THC. This was pure THC gummies. 
So, nah, this is where I'm gonna stop. And Alex tells the rest of the motherfucking story. What happens to Alex next? Um, well, here's the thing. Let me get this. Let me go grab yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead and put it yeah. right there. So, just so everyone knows the full story, uh, I have I have covered it on What Can You Offer in case you guys are interested. But, I was main eventing the Christmas show against JD and uh, for the Hometown Heroes Championship. And uh, Tim had given me these gummies the night before. And I remember I took them, and I felt I felt fine. And uh, we, were, we were walking around the venue. I think I helped set, finish setting up or whatever. And um, I was on the way I was on the way back to the house. Yeah, I was like, this is the night before. Uh, I was, the show, night, right? night before the show. Yeah. Uh, and I, the next morning, we had a we had a morning podcast to do at the shop. And I forget who our guest was, but someone was supposed to meet us there. Uh, Dexter, right? Wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't Dexter. It was oh, okay, else. no, that's a couple months before. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who this was, but someone was meeting us super early. And um, anyway, so um, I, I, I'm on the way home, and I'm driving myself, and I felt fine. So I, I got home. My wife had dinner. <laughs> I ate. We sat there and talked, and then got to the bedroom, and I laid down, and like I started feeling real weird. I was like, I was like, it's like two hours later. So like, like twelve o'clock at night. So I'm like, fuck, maybe six months later for me. So yeah. So I'm like, I'm feeling real weird. I'm like, what's like set up? Next thing I know, I was in the middle of a conversation with my wife, and like mid conversation, she's like, like it's like I forget where I'm going with it. It's like I'm having the conversation. I'm trying to make a joke, but I get halfway through it, and then I forget the punchline of the joke. So instead, she just looks at me and goes, well, that was weird, and lays, lays back down. Next thing I know, I'm, I'm not in bed anymore, and I'm facing the corner of the wall in my room. Sam's still in bed. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on my two feet in the corner of my room just standing there. I come to him. So then I start waking out, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering what's wrong with me, because I wonder if Tim gave me something I'm having an allergic reaction to. It. So, Who likes the goddamn gummies? So I'm just in my underwear, and it's freezing cold outside. It's in December. And I, no, and I will tell you, this motherfucking dick yeah. tried calling me. I walk out on the front porch and I try calling Tim because I didn't want I didn't want Sam to know. I'm visualizing Alex in his fucking. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm shivering, but I'm I'm so I'm so fucked up that I'm forgetting that my body's cold. So like I I'm shaking, but I don't physically think I'm cold. You go on Pike Pass. Um. Anyway, so you're. Uh, I'm just looking at me right here. Oh shit! My Took bad. that corner like an Indian NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> you need, anyone got some ones? We're, we're trying to pay toll. Uh, I got my wallet somewhere. Um, all right, carry on your story. Yeah, don't forget, you got goddamn listeners here. Yeah, it's okay. They're they're not mad. We're on the road, so there you go. We got a um, anyway, so um, I'm outside. I'm. I'm sitting on the porch. I'm trying to call Tim because I don't want I don't want Sam to know that I'm uh, I, I took some THC. And um, Sam is your wife. yeah, my wife. And um, I don't want to know. I gave her the T. I gave you the THC. So I'm calling Tim. I can't get him to answer. And so I walk outside around the garage on the other side of the house. And at this point, I'm probably about 15 yards from my front door. And it looks like some bill thing. Um, I'm about 15 yards from my front door. I keep calling Tim. I can't get an answer. By this time, the gummy's hitting me so hard <laughs> that I look up at the door and I start walking back to the house. But then, the more I walk close to the door, the more I can't focus on it to find it. So, like, I can't get back in my house. I don't know how. So I'm just freezing cold outside. Yeah, because we're in mid-December. Yeah, I'm freezing cold outside, trying to get through my front door to get back in my warm house. But so instead, I'm just walking in my front yard because I can't find the house. So I'm just like, finally, I stumble up to the porch, and I go in there, and I immediately like throw a tank top on, pull some shorts on, slide on some flip flops, and I was like, I told Sam, I was like, I think you need to take me to the hospital. I told Sam, I told Sam, I said, I think you need to take me to the hospital. She's like, why? And I was like, I didn't want to say that I was on a gummy, so I was like. I was like, I don't know. My my heart's beating like crazy fast. I don't feel good. Anxiety's out of fucking whack. <clears throat> I was like, I was like, I was like, I might be having a heart attack. So, <laughs> so I'll cut, I'll cut in here. Or or a stroke. Yeah, I'll cut in here. So 
I'm staying with Josh that night, and I'm in his I'm in his guest room. So he was there with him. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was there. No, no, listen, I was there with him, and I'm laying on the bed, about literally about to, almost asleep, and it's like 12 o'clock at night, and the door's open. He opens up the door, dude, and it's like pitch fucking dark, just light on the living room. He goes, yeah, um, I've got, I think I'm going to the hospital, and I'm like, what? And I popped up and said, what's wrong? And he goes, I think I'm having a stroke. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? No. And I, I got up worried and stuff, and then he goes in there and he's sitting down, and Sam's like, "Well," and I'm like, "Well, who, who do we call?" And she's on the, she's like nine one one, and I'm like, or Josh goes nine one one, I'm like, "No shit," but like, are you good enough for us to just take you? I don't want you to go by ambulance. And then Josh like sits there and just like stares at the ground, and then he's like, forty five seconds later after we said that, we're in dead pause silence, and he goes. I think I'm good enough to make it to the hospital. So, so they drove me over to the hospital, which I have a business right across the street. So I'm trying to be like inconspicuous. So, and truth be told, it's like, it's like fucking one, two in the morning. Ain't it? Here's the thing: is that my mom died of a sudden stroke at 35 years old. Oh, yeah, so yeah. anything that yeah, spikes my anxiety, sure, that makes sure. me think, hey, we'll. yeah, that makes me think like I'm going through that. I'm going to get checked out. So, oh, fuck yeah. so I immediately we go to the hospital. I'm like, my heart, I feel like my heart's beating out of my chest, but I reach down and touch my heart, and it's just, I can feel it beat normal. Yeah. But my mind is beating out of my mind is beating out of my chest. So I'm sitting there, and I remember Sam was checking me in at the front, and as she was checking me in, I was just sitting in this chair, just like, focusing on this clock on the wall, like, just watching the little thing just click, 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 and I'm like, I think I'm just high. And then, uh, <laughs> so... I get to the back room and I get I get in triage and I'm just like we're already here might as well get checked out and um, the ladies do my blood pressure she's like it looks good your pulse is good and I'm just like she's like do you use any recreational drugs and I was like no I, I said I use CBD oil and she's like yeah that doesn't count <laughs> so so uh, so anyway we get um, they get me back to her room and they're like the doctor's like we're just going to run some tests on you just to make sure everything's okay. We're pretty sure you're fine. So I was su- I was super dehydrated too, by the way. They ran three bags of IV fluid on me So because I was so dehydrated when I did that. So they pumped me full of IV fluid. I'm sitting there, and I remember having conversations with people that come in. So a nurse came in, and she drew my blood, and my arm was like straight out, like straight out next to me. And I remember um, she drew my blood, and she left, came back, and like, Apparently my arm was like in that position for like 45 minutes, and she was like, she's like, will you straight, will you fix your arm? She's like, she's like, it's it's been like that for a long time. So, and it's just like just here, just like this, and you're just holding it there. It's like Fuego taking a fucking brain buster. You just yeah, through the goddamn yeah, board. Yeah. So, so then a doctor apparently, while I was out of it, and like I'm barely stringing my words together, a doctor I came in, he was asking me like, what do I do for a living, and. You know, where the shop... Apparently, I told them all about the shop and, like, how you should come over and check it out and the nurses come by and get tea. After I started coming to, after about two hours there, I started coming to, um, doctor came in and released me. And he goes, he goes, I'll be by... Okay, I'll be by and check out your shop. And I looked over at Sam and I was like, I was like, I knew they knew how it was. They're back there talking about me right now. And she's like, you literally told that doctor everything about the shop. So... I was just so fucking twisted on those gummies. Um, what's funny is Stephen Cruz actually told me, he goes, uh, he told me, like, co- coach me through a gummy or something. He's teaching me how to coach through a gummy. <laughs> and then the other day, it's funny, is the story, because he, he heard this, he goes, he goes, yeah, the other day, man, I had an edible that really fucked me up and I had to think to myself about your story. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, as we're on top of that, uh, and I will say the greatest rib ever pulled on Alex Royal was by done by Tim Rockwell, his own good friend. So, and it was good. I didn't expect it to happen. I didn't know his anxiety was that bad, and I didn't know it was going to give it a bad reaction. Or I never gave him the gummies. Fuck it. Yes, I would have. I don't give a fuck. It was. It was. So as I was saying, greatest rib ever pulled was on Alex Royal by me. Uh, this shit happened. Uh, I. I. When he told me the story the next day, all I could do is laugh because, like, I couldn't believe this shit actually fucking happened. So, a couple weeks later, a buddy of mine sends me this chocolate from California and this candy. I've been sitting on it for a while, and I'm like, man, I really 
want to fucking have some of this. So we're over at my brother's house, and you know, I'm talking to my mom about medical marijuana and how she needs to get onto the like edibles and stuff like that because it'll help with the cancer. So finally, she's getting ready to get her card, and she's gonna do it. She just can't smoke weed. Um, uh, weed fucks her up, like makes her very uh, weird and paranoid and shit like that. So she won't smoke weed, and that smoke lung cancer. It's just something she's not trying to do. So I have these chocolates, right? And they're in four pieces. So, uh, no, sorry, six pieces. I take two. My brother takes two. My wife takes two. And I told him, I said, look, guys, if y'all's not used to edibles, don't take two, only eat one, because we're talking 250 milligrams a piece. And my wife didn't just take two, bro. She took two plus a half of my brother's. Oh, shit. So I was like, cool. I'm feeling it. I'm having a fucking blast. Like I feel it, dude. Like I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is good. This is good. This is helping. And we decide to go home. She's ready to go home. So we hop in the car, dude. And next thing you know, my wife is in fucking tears. And she's driving and she's laughing and she can't stop laughing. And she tells me as we're driving, she says, I feel like I'm going to die right now. Oh, I was shit. like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean? We're, we're driving right now. Like, do you want me to pull, pull over? Let me drive. She goes, no, like, like that THC has fucked me up, and I feel like Alex Royal right now, and oh, I might need to go to the fucking emergency room. <laughs> so she drives another fucking six, seven miles. We get home, and, like, she goes, I'll be back. And she slowly struts to the fucking bathroom. She's in the bathroom 15, 20 minutes. I was like, babe, what are you doing? She goes, I'm just dumping my fucking head in cold water trying to get this fucking high out of me. <laughs> and I'm laughing my fucking ass off because, like, this is twice that it's happened to two right. people. And one smokes like a goddamn freight train. When I tell you, my Those wife. Those like, they sound cute. They're not. Yeah, they sound cute. But when you're fucking sitting there smoking a blunt. Cool, that's one thing. See, I ain't fucking But when you're fucking with fucking mil- high milligram fucking THC gummies and shit, dude, that's a whole nother goddamn I ball will game. I never eat a gummy, and I ain't fucking with no crap of this, no gummy. I'm trying to eat a goddamn gummy right no now, gummy dude. I want, I want nasty to try gummy so bad. Oh, my God. I want, I want to smoke one time when nasty. One motherfucking time. Just give me one time. I've, For the I've record, seen, I've, I've never smoked in my yeah. life. Bucket list. You, you were there at Paul's house in the Zen room with us. Dude, no. bro, 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 bro. No, 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 no. no, no. No, out. no, that no. Was Shay, this, Shay, yeah, yeah. Shay. this was yeah. the night that I found that Shay smoke. Yeah, that was Shay. That yeah. me. I, was I fucking my mind blew, bro. It fucking blew. I was like, yeah, Shay, Shay fucking smoke. What the yeah. fuck's going on around here? Shay the, smokes? The only reason why she ain't smoking now is because she's breastfeeding. Yeah, and I, I was like, man, Shay's fucking cooler than Nasty is. Goddamn. Yeah. Everybody's saying that, Everybody's saying yeah, that shit. Smoked, but yeah, I, I everybody has their bucket list. And on my bucket list, that's fucking in the middle. It's smoke. With Mr. Nasty. Everybody say, God you know, damn, fuck that. Fuck. Shit, fuck that, man. So, what I realize what people love on podcasts, they don't just like the fact that people sit there and talk shit and they love stories. And I think right now, as John would say, let me tell you a story. I want you to tell us a fucking story, oh, Nasty. Any story you I want. She was about to... Any story you want from the top of your head that doesn't involve wrestling. Because, you know, we, we, we tell a lot of stories. We can tell wrestling stories all fucking day. We can do that. But not many people do you get the inside the life of Mr. Nasty. Yeah. And earlier you mentioned a story and I would cut you off because I want you to finish this goddamn story. Oh, shit. Pick that shit back up. Start, start from the beginning okay. and let, 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 let's hear this Mr. Nasty story. Alright, once upon a time, like <laughs> And you know a story's gonna story's gonna get good when you hear once upon a time oh, this or like how fucked up is this? Yeah, this is fucked up too. So, you know, we, me and Shay, we got, we was renting this, this fucking house or whatever. We not in it no more. So we found this little house and, you know, the woman told Shay, you, you got to rent as, as is. So they didn't repair shit. It's an old <laughs> house. The shit, you know, Shay was just trying to get some cheaper shit. And I'm just like, And the thing about it is people about to find out what fucking as is. <laughs> Man. I mean, the kids, we was there for shit, two years, three years. Kids never play in the backyard because we got these big ass sticks. Things sticking out the, so we've never. Those trees? It, no, it's not trees. It's uh, some. I guess the old lady that used to live there used to have some kind of big ass garden. So it oh, was okay, like yeah, yeah. one. Of, I, uh, 
it's like the Bob Wire deals, but it was oh, just okay, the gate yeah, part. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it was so far down up in the uh, ground, I couldn't get it. I mean, I tried everything. But anyway, the house is fucked up. There's holes everywhere. Uh, the shit literally. Holes? No, like no, Mr. no. Mr. Nasty holes or holes? <laughs> no, not the Mr. My, my, my Mr. Nasty's holes are still at BPW. <laughs> but it's the only time I ever got to have holes. But... <laughs> Ah, uh, I can't even get. Okay. We gotta talk about that too. Yeah. But so, so anyway, we got so we got this fucked up house. So we in it, we living and everything. And after a while, like we start having like fucking, you know, it's not that we live nasty. No, our house is just old and shit. It's holes and shit. So you know, one day I found some rat shit, and I'm like, goddamn, it's some rat shit over here. We gotta. We gotta get this shit, you know, nip this in the bud. So yeah, I'm, right, right, fucking now. Right, so we, you know, I'm we trying to find some, you know, and then, and this the fucked up part. The rat shit wasn't like on the floor; it was on the fucking window ceiling. Oh shit! So yeah, I'm, okay. you know, I gotta, I ain't trying to talk talk about my baby mama, but you know, she come there and drop the kid. That's the la- la- last thing I want her to see. It's some rat shit up oh, in the yeah, window. Oh yeah, dude, because she's gonna never, eat your ass alive. She ain't eating my ass. But, no, no, I meant like with DHS, yes. that ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to make that clear. I, ain't, I don't want nothing on my asshole. But, no. No, I don't play. Oh, we don't do the booty hole okay, licking. Okay, okay. I'm just curious. I mean, we're talking about booty holes. My no. wife's ass, get it out of there. I'm cool. But anyway, so. I'm like, damn, they, that means they crawl on the windowsill and stuff. We, I, I grew up, I always had, I love cats, because cats kill snakes and fucking and mice. R- mice and shit, <laughs> and we ain't got to worry about the shit, but I didn't have no cat at the time. Motherfucker ran away. He ain't had no pussy at the time, boys. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, you know. That's my dude, Dusty, I named him Dusty Rowe. But anyway, cats gone, so I'm like, okay, I got to kill these motherfucking mice. I didn't know how many it was. And I guess they heard me or some shit, and they was just, like, fucking and having babies. And, like, we're going to show this man. He's going to get us. He's going to get all of us. So, anyway, these motherfuckers was, like, living in our walls. It got so bad. Like, I was still killing them, but they were, like, I'll be, like, laying in the bed, and I hear some scratching and shit. And I'm thinking they're on the bed. They're in the fucking walls. They, I mean, I just had a, a baby last year. I didn't have them. I didn't have them. Motherfucker, but Shay had the baby. Shot right off his dick. <laughs> yeah. Shay had a baby of mine, hopefully. And, um, oh, that motherfucker yours. <laughs> I know. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't in the bed at the time, but these motherfuckers was crawling on the bed. Like, like that's some real, like, no, I got to move my family out shit. Like, it yeah, got yeah, bad. Yeah. They were Back everywhere. Up, so, you know, Shay wasn't having it. She, she picked up the kids, and they were staying in the hotel. I'm like, I'm the man. I got to take care of this shit. I got to kill these. kill these right. motherfuckers. These are, this is my motherfucking castle. So, I'm sitting up there. I'm watching, like, I bought all these fucking traps. I bought this big trap. It catch like 10 or 12 mice at a time. I'm like buying all these other little traps. I'm literally catching 40 to 50 mice. And I'm thinking I'm fucking winning. Balling. Timothy, I wasn't Hell winning. No, you was not winning. So I'm, I'm catching mice fucking in the floor. Like they had no kind of respect for my family or nothing. Like it's hey, bad like, enough. Dude, it's right in front of your family. Fuck <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's bad enough. Like that, y'all just taking over my house, but then y'all gonna fuck in front of me. In front of me in my and own house. The motherfucker. I, when I tell you, I never seen no shit like this. Like, cause you know, when you see two things fucking, you gotta kind of stop and look. I mean, it was like he was fucking this bitch a hundred. It was like, and it was just fucking, and run, he'll run off, and the bitch just sit there waiting, like. <laughs> I don't know if it wasn't good enough. She's going to get fucking burnt to goddamn 20 goddamn mice. Man, and so these motherfuckers, I'm watching them, like, getting caught. Because she got caught right after that. So I'm like, ah, bitch. Yeah, you got fucked. Now you're dead. But they just, like, I'm watching them. I'm literally watching these stupid motherfuckers get caught in the trap. So I'm sitting there, right? And I'm minding my own fucking business. You know, I'm just flushing them down the toilet and shit. Well, you're flushing mice down the toilet. You, They're dead. You're supposed to just throw them in the trash can. No, nah, they don't can't rot. flush them down the toilet, man. Man, in the ghetto, bro. <laughs> we, look, we them motherfuckers will rot and have your whole fucking yard. I, you 50 fucking mice in the trash? That, well, we that's can't what I do did. that. I just dumped them. Like, every time I catch them, I dump them in the trash, take them in the trash, take them out to the big trash. You're flushing them down the goddamn toilet. Yeah, fuck that toilet. I'm Holy over here. shit. So okay. I'm flushing them down the toilet. You know, and, and, and you know that's what we do. We flush them, and we don't see them no more. 
So I'm sitting down there chilling. I'm just thinking to myself, God damn, how many mice is it? And I guess these two little motherfuckers heard me. And I was like, we're going to show them how many, you know. These, I'm sitting at the, my, my feet is on the ground. These bitches run up my leg. And like, they like run up my leg and do some little funny shit and take off. Like they didn't like run up my leg and take off and like run back. They ran up, ran around me and shit and took off like, Wah! you know, like the shit was funny. <laughs> so that was it. It was that day I called Shay. I said, Shay, we're done. I'm moving out. I'm not about to. That's the last time I you slept in the house. You say I'm done. Like, like, hey, Shay, we're done. We're <laughs> oh, done. I'm moving the fuck out. We're moving out like, this what, house. What's going on? <laughs> no, 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 no. The mice ain't. No, she's, she got that good stuff. I ain't going to leave her for the mice. But I'm going to leave the fuck that house. <laughs> so I told Shay, we're not bringing these kids back in this house. And we literally didn't. And I, I just, uh, oh, I just got like a new house. You know, it's rent to own. It's the best shit I've ever did. Like, it's my yeah. house. The house that you're talking about, is it the house that I picked you up with and then the fucking police pulled up right behind me? No, no, no. That's, see, no, no, no. that's the house we got robbed in. So that's we not moved, the same house no, with the mic. Okay, uh -uh. okay. That was the best house we ever... That's the house I got robbed in on Christmas. And then... I got robbed again. So the police, when I pull it, yeah, I was so embarrassed up, to even was, tell y'all. Yeah, I got robbed I again. I pulled up to pick you up. Fucking cops showed yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, no. what a nasty dude. Uh, that was, that, that, you <laughs> know what she, she did? To, uh, yeah, yeah, she, she gave me some money. Like, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. she knew us from the last the mm -hmm. last one. She felt bad because she was like, you know, the damn landlord never did replace yeah. that back door. And, like, everybody had donated all this shit for me. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even get on. Like, I didn't want to say nothing to anybody. Uh -huh. But, yeah, she had came up and hooked us up. It wasn't well, that house. I, I wanted to, because I wanted, I'm trying to visualize the house, and I wanted to make sure if that was the house. Uh-uh. That was the house. Okay, okay, so it's not. Okay. No, okay. I don't think I never let nobody go in that house. Well, I didn't even go in there. I just picked you up. Right, right. But I just remember a cop there, and I was like, what yep. the fuck? Right when we was pulling dude? out. God yeah. damn. But, no, nah, that's the story. Hey, man, uh, anybody got some, like, Concussion stories? Oh, I can't remember them. Well, fuck. <laughs> I'm talking about after the fact. No, uh, I've I've explained my concussion stories. Everybody much knows mine yeah. is the whole cage match, John John Bye. Cross. Like majority of concussion stories involve John Cross in it, well, uh, but some don't. But I'm just saying, like like mine uh, was a tub, bro. I wasn't even in. I just lied to. I just gonna let you. I lied to everybody and said it was wrestling. What happened? I slipped in the tub. I know you've told me that. I, oh, okay. I, I knew the slip in the tub. Yeah. But they don't know. The people listen to oh, fucking well, up, so tell them. Well, I'm just saying, okay, so I was taking I was, well, the fucked up raggedy house. Hey, this is the same fucking part of the story. He the house is ragged. I'm trying to, I probably did. I'm trying to uh, fix the, I mean, literally, one of my kids is taking a shower and the shower head just pops off. So oh, I'm trying damn. to fix the, yeah. the shower head, but see, I was taking it. I was naked too, because I was about to go ahead and take a shower. Yeah. But I didn't, Sometimes I feel like a bitch just sitting down in the tub taking a bath. Sometimes. Oh, whatever, whatever. And I like to, you know, you sit in the bath and you like you sitting in your own filth. So I like to, you know, take a bath and then stand up and take a shower. Anyway, so okay, I, yeah, I just took, right. I just took a bath. I'm trying to stand up in the shower, and somehow, man, I just, I don't know if I, I still don't remember that. I slipped and busted my head. I was bleeding and everything. So oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm in the tub. Nobody knows it happened, and I wake up and my kids is. Standing there I have no idea what happened I'm thinking Somebody must have beat My motherfucking ass So I'm thinking to myself Well shit Why did I hope they didn't Fuck me up in front of my kids That's yeah. all I was thinking yeah. Cause you yeah. know like As a as a son You don't wanna see Your daddy get his ass beat Nah Hell no I was just up Like I was trying to Sit my head up And my son Jeremiah Was like Daddy daddy You bleeding And I kept telling Jeremiah Like bruh it didn't hurt. Like, when he knocked me out, I didn't feel nothing. So I still won. And it was just, and I had to, like, lie. I was so embarrassed to tell people at my job, because everybody at my job know I'm wrestling, yeah, that yeah. I slipped in a fucking tub. I was like, yeah, I was in this fucking uh, ladder and chairs and tables and fucking cage match with Tim Rockwell and John Rock. They beat the fuck out of me, man. They beat Utilize the fuck us. out of me. But, yeah, that's all I did. But, yeah, that's, that's oh. the end of my story. Holy shit, dude. Uh, man. I got, I got to tell you, dude, man, sometimes you have some of the fun. And it's not just the stories. It's how you portray the stories and you explain. It was like there's so much charisma oozing in these stories. And, and, and sometimes, and you can tell they're fucking real genuine fucking stories. Genuine. Genuine, baby. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm sure we all got concussion stories and we could talk about them motherfuckers all goddamn night. But like I said, 
I don't remember half my concussion stories because I just don't fucking remember about nothing about them. So uh, that's just the way it fucking rolls. Um, so <laughs> we're in Oklahoma. Where I'm like, where are we fucking? Okmulgee? Okmulgee, we're getting closer. I got we're getting closer. There's a fucking Hibbit Sports here. So you know we're in a small fucking town. Right. Uh, Closer to broken air. Right, 35 minutes out. Uh, so here we are. Fucking, you got nasty story. You got a royal story. Should we tell his fucking Zach royal story or what? Uh, Does Zach got a story? I'm pretty much fucking perfect, dude. Oh, he's a perfect dude. He's a perfect dude. You got, you got the Bernie story. You got to, I don't really give a fuck about that story. Uh, I, I got plenty of other fucking Bernie stories I could tell you that are fucking more interesting than Bernie and fucking yeah. Zach wanting to fucking fuck each other up at a wrestling show. So, uh, <laughs> uh, man, uh, WFC, guys. Uh, I uh, seem like I fucking all I ever do is talk about WFC. You said you got a gummy story? <laughs> it's the same fucking gummy story we just fucking told? No, they don't go. Oh. oh, this is a gum story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, every <laughs> podcast there's always there's always a WFC story. People people want to hear it because we we have so much backstage shit happening at WFC. What did he say? A gumming story? Like he's getting big up with gums or something? Yeah, I mean, something like that. Well, was, what's happening was, here? Was some gums. What's yeah. happening here? No, it's, a, it's, just a, it's just a shit that happened with you. All right, well, I'm a little fucking awkward right now, but... Uh, <laughs> we're driving through Ghetto Town, bro. Ghetto Town. Oh, we're, we're driving through Ghetto Town. Oh, I want to go to the house where those rats are at. Let's go. No, but, yeah, let's go to the house where the rats are. You'll drive through there and you'll come out with fuck, I don't fuck. Hey, or... I didn't cut that grass. No, we left it. We did not pack up and help them with nothing. It flooded because of the flood. Mm-hmm. We left the motherfucker the way it was. Like, just left it food that in the fridge. I said, fuck, because the bitch don't come and she don't help us with nothing in the house. Fuck that bitch. bitch. So I was like, you can do it yourself. I'm talking about the land, the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, she didn't help us with nothing. We literally quit paying her and she didn't care. She just didn't want to have to come out and fix nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah That's the place the I picked. Was that, was that where I picked you up? The time I drove out there with uh, Danny. Yep, that was the house. lived in fucking yep. 90 million fucking houses. Right. That's the house so right that's, there. That's the one, huh? Hey, just real quick, we're going to stop in for a sponsor break, then we'll come back and we're going to talk uh, a little bit about WFC. And I want to talk about, I want to know who you guys' most underrated guys in the Oklahoma area. Because that's a question I always like to ask because I like to see different. Like, uh, anyways, take this uh, quick break. We'll come back and we're going to get right into that. We're going to have the same. All right, motherfuckers, we are back. Um, before I t- we took this break, I wanted to talk about guys that are underutilized. I did say underrated, but I guess underutilized is a better term because when I think underrated, I would I would ask you guys what indie wrestler is underrated. You know, that'd be a whole different story than underutilized. But I want to get into a little bit of Oklahoma wrestling here. And again, this isn't the start drama. This is your opinion. And I think if you have something to say about someone, someone should listen to that and try to better themselves. So, underutilized. And we'll start with Alex first. Alex, I want to know who in Oklahoma wrestling do you feel like is underutilized that could be utilized better if they would do tweak something or become a better character stuff like that i don't i don't know necessarily as far as um some up and coming most most of the guys in the company it doesn't even have to be up and coming like it could be a motherfucker that's been around for years off top of my head it's like if i think of anyone that he doesn't wrestle as much anymore but was underutilized nathan estrada Mm. oh okay there you go that's fucking perfect because nathan estrada i had one of my favorite matches with him oh he's a killer dude yeah yeah, he was my first title defense. So, yeah, Nathan, Nathan was awesome. So, the Strata, that's who you feel was underutilized? I think I think Nathan had potential to be, you know, really big at multiple companies. Uh-huh. He was compound champion, but I know, like, he could have been huge at WFC. And he could have, and, and, and honestly, he was headed that route before uh, before him and Scotter had the baby, and he took... He, took off and now he's starting to do his MMA and he, stuff like that the shirts too oh yeah dude he was selling, selling them shirts yeah, yeah. but also he cut yeah, his fro so I lost uh, 100% man. all interest in Nathan I see Estrada. him every day he works with Shay and I, I love him to death but I just no I look fro, at him and it's no like Nathan. I don't know who that guy is I don't know who the fuck you are <laughs> but nah, what, I mean Zach you haven't been around too much so and I can understand if you don't have really an answer for that so um you don't really have anything for that? Okay, what about you, Nasty? Like, is there anybody uh, that you think is underutilized besides myself here? 
Uh, I'll, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'll say uh, Ethan Cole. Ethan Cole. Yeah. Uh, Ethan. You mean Trey Cole? Nah, his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, that's Ethan, I will say that, but again, we're talking about guys that are underutilized, but there's something that they could do better. Right, um, and with 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 Ethan, man, I've had some matches with him in UWE. Yeah, he can work. He, he can take. Work his he fucking can, ass he can off, bump. Man. He can. And I, I know before, you know, when he was around the first time, he was doing that fucking that one Joker gimmick shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What was it? Was wasn't a huge huge fan of that. Right. Yeah, I I, look, listen, I just gotta say this. <laughs> like, that's my dude. I'm cool with him now, but back then it was a little weird because he people what people don't know is he'd be behind you know backstage still still acting like the gimmick. I'm not talking about dressed up like the Joker. He was still talking. Hey, you'll walk up yeah, to him and be like, yeah. "That was a good match. Thank you, dear lad." Yeah. And it, it was like, "Fuck, bro, like chill." But holy shit, we're not in gimmick no more, homie. When he was doing that, it was a little like his psychology and shit was off. Now that he's back, his psychology is there. He gets why he shouldn't whip a. 280 pound guy off the ropes mm-hmm. it's just it's that i think it's that gimmick and that character he don't have yet and once he get that he'll be pretty cool long as he you know get a big head like a lot of yeah you know uh, i had spoke to him recently and i told him that dude i'm gonna be honest with you i'd love to see you in the sideshow mm-hmm. i would love to bring you in and put you with the sideshow a sideshow could use a good worker like him yes B, he's a fucking weird son of a bitch as is, right. so he could portray any fucking gimmick you ask him to. So I think I definitely. Okay, so basically, you say Ethan Cole is your underutilized. I've always said like kind of like a guy like Tommy Dean, and I used to actually say uh, Alex Royal was underutilized, but not no more. Right. Um, okay, now who is like okay? Is there a guy in Oklahoma like? have to watch them work like like is there someone like you're actually a good, pretty big fan of or anything like that any of you guys like do you, are you like and I, again i've said this plenty of time but like uh and i'm not just saying because he's here but like when alex goes out i have to go out there and i have to watch it because I, I have to 100 see how he's gonna portray tonight what he's gonna say to the crowd because dude he pops me every time he fucking talks shit to the crowd and same thing with you when you're a heel like you do the same mannerisms where you just talk shit to the crowd so like uh and and i'm sure there's other guys on my list uh but like out there like who out there is like your like your your go-to and i'm not talking john cross or luke langley because we get that but like is there guys out there that like you really have to like just I mean, shit, just double D count too. Yeah, double D count. I mean, I mean, I mean, with not many people. I mean, again, another guy that I believe was underutilized until right. recently. Right. So there, there you go, double D. Yeah, there you go. There's a perfect one. So D would be yours. Yeah, I like when he go. I, I like to see what he's gonna do. Yeah. Well, see, it's like you know we've I had. Can't to, say Luke. Yeah, yeah, but we've had conversations with about Graham Bell, and that's what I'll say about Graham. I think Graham has one of the best fucking entrances in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like it's just fucking. Uh, me and Alex talked about it in OKX. Yeah. He's a goddamn star when he walks out those curtains. Right. You know, uh, I don't, I don't pay too much about the wrestling. Like he's a good worker and all, but but like his entrance really got me. Boom. And it was the same thing I say about Brandon Walker. Like, Brandon Walker, like, when he does his entrance, it's really fucking cool because he's in this moment. And then he becomes Brandon Walker as soon as he hits back into the ring. So, like, so that, that this kind of thing's like, I want to know. These are the things that I like to pick the brains of you guys, like, because I kind of want to know, like, like, what is it you're watching when, when you're at an indie show? Are you just worried about your match? Or do you actually pay attention to what other guys are doing? Because obviously, as a promoter, I have to. Because I want to know what stinks and what's good on my card. So, so like, so like, there's certain things like uh, I'll always listen to a John Cross promo because you never right. know what the fuck he's gonna do. Right. Uh, but again, those Same are the, thing with Alex, though. I'll but but yeah, yeah, those are the things that I'm not trying to talk about because everybody right. sucks John's dick. We're not, we're, you know, what I mean, yeah. uh, and we're close with John, so we don't have to suck John's dick. John yeah. sucks our dick. So, yeah. uh, oh, got you. But oh shut the fuck. Yeah, you hear that shit? You ain't sucking shit. Those mice uh, that ran up your legs. Yeah, the mice will suck your dick. Though, right? Yeah, the mice will suck your dick. No, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so I mean, so th- that's just my thing. Like, 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 who has good interest? Wesley Crane has another good interest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually, yeah. I actually got to watch Wesley Crane's interest yeah. for the first time. And it's fucking crazy. That's my favorite. Club, and 
He has that motherfucker down. Like, oh no, definitely, he definitely. Sways his body. He he's he, every time the beat's gonna drop. Like he reminds me of John because you can just imagine these motherfuckers are in their room, very, yep. very similar, in front of the goddamn mirror. Yeah. They're going uh, over this I fucking remember, whole routine. Right. I remember having a conversation with Wesley, and when he was trying to become Wesley, and he was trying to pick out yeah, yeah, know, music, yeah, and yeah. he was talking, coming to me about music, and he said, you know. I need something with the beat. And I remember him bringing up, you know, how John, he said, because John's song, boom, boom, boom. And you can mm-hmm. see John mm-hmm. walking. So, like, when you look at John walking, even if the, let's say the music didn't play, you would hear the music in your head. Yeah, yeah. And he, he kind of, it's funny you said that, because he kind of adapted some of that from John. Yeah. Those guys. And, yeah. and their interests are very similar. Yeah. Not, not a lot of people realize that John sticks his hand through the curtain and Wesley sticks his mouth through the curtain. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's like, it's, he basically pays an homage to John on that. Right. But Wesley's, by far the entrance wise, Wesley and Graham are my favorite entrances right now. Fuego has a really good one. Right. Fuego's um, like must see too. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Fuego is yeah, definitely. I, I, but he's yeah, also Fuego not too. underutilized. No, no, he definitely gets the but push that he needs. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. When he's there, I, I do want to. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of crazy. Well, what shit, about you, know? Alex? Like, who's the one guy that sticks out to you? Like, I mean, I, I like if I'm looking to watch a card and I want to see people work. I always watch. I always try to watch what. Uh, I always try to keep an eye on what Jeremy's doing. But um, I watch Nasty. I watch you. I like watching uh, Fuego. Like if I can catch Fuego, I like to watch Fuego. But I'm one of those guys to where it's hard for me to watch the monitor before my match. Yeah. Because like it's not it's not that it's not that everyone thinks that you're just putting all this shit together. It's like that, that's not what it is. It's that you know you do the beginning, middle, and end, but you gotta get you gotta get mentally prepared. Yeah, you know, for your match. So, if I'm on like third, then it's like great because I can just go over my stuff, do the match, and then you know you have the rest of the show to kind of kick back by the monitor and enjoy it. See, and that's my see. I love sitting back, and be able to watch a show, but I never really get that option because I'm here, I'm yeah, there, I'm here. Hey, see, we I need love, you here. I love to. We need you there. But that's why I always take the show home that night, and yeah. I, I watch it that night before I even go to bed. So I'll be up till three in the morning watching the show, and I'll get my notepad out and I'll start writing down. Okay, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. And I'll pull them aside. I'm not gonna go online. And I'm not gonna and, and say, right, hey, you fucked up here, you fucked up here. I, I try to pull them to the side, and there's times that I fucking forget. And I wait three months later. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, the show three months ago you fucked up. Right. Uh, but you made up for it three three shows in a row, so I don't, I don't really give a fuck no more. But so I mean, I, I'm with you on that because it's hard. Yeah. But like, my thing is like, if you're opening match, you did your match, and you're not watching the rest of the show, there's Something a big wrong. problem here. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if but like like show, say though. you're in the middle of the card, yes. But get best believe if you're wrestling third, you're watching the main event. Exactly. Absolutely. I'm watching yeah. Everything after that. You should and. Yeah. Some of the main events, like guys want to watch, you know, yeah. it's like you want to see what's happening. Oh no, for sure! Like when when you put together those matches, like must see main events: John versus Luke, uh, oh, right. Tim versus Rockwell, and or I mean, t- Tim versus John in a cage, Alex versus Tommy D at the anniversary show. Those are the matches that, like, like I when 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 I put the Alex Tommy Dean match together, not put it together, but booked it, yeah. and they put it together. I had to watch the match because I wanted to know how much Alex was going to make Tommy Dean, but at the same time, I wanted to know how much Tommy Dean was going to make Alex better too. Yeah. And they did it. Yeah. They fucking did it, dude. Yeah. And in my that opinion, was a, was a better match. And I'm not knocking. It was a better match than Aaron Anders versus Barry Brown. It was, just, them it was just yeah, yeah. yeah. And not only that, and then me and Paul had to pull follow you guys, but we weren't tripping because we were going there telling the story. And we weren't even doing half the shit you guys were doing, yeah. so I was okay with it. I was, and so of course, glad, I was so glad to have a gift. But at the same time, we had to follow the return of Riker and Nasty, oh, which was a fucking true. huge pop. Okay. The, the that pop was fucking was huge. Great. The anniversary show was so goddamn no, was, good, dude. That pop was all right. No, it was huge, dude. No, like that fucking building, that building fucking erupted because no, one, they, they didn't, didn't even know re- the fuck I was. Yeah, they didn't realize you was coming <laughs> was like, back. What the fuck? I remember the time you did that you did UWE for a trial run. No one out there knew what it was either, but they still nope. cheered you. Yeah. WFC, they honestly didn't know what they were, what you were. All they gave a fuck was nasty was yeah, back. Nasty, they didn't give a fuck what nasty, it. whether it was Mister or Bishop, but goddamn nasty's back, booty's right. back. So, hey, whatever, we fucking win. Would have broken. That'd have been a red hat in there. Yeah, it would have went. Yeah, I mean, 
it's a, I love that gimmick. I, I you know I love NASA, missing that. It's just I was ready to do something different. You know. Nah, dude, I'm a bit right now, dude. Like, I'm a huge nasty fan. Like, like I would pick. Like, if it was up to me, like me, when you told me you wanted to do Bishop Nasty, I was like, you know what? You have faith in it. You're right, gonna right. do it. Fucking do it. I go. I go. Part of me says, fuck no, and I want you doing right. Bishop Nasty. I want you, Mister Nasty, because well, I love Mister Nasty. I'm gonna tell you the truth. And I don't think I ever told you this. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say it because it's not gonna happen. But I, I wanted. I figured if I do this, even if I pitch it to him as a babyface thing, mm -hmm. he's gonna have to fucking have me heal. Who the fuck is gonna cheer a fucking Baptist preacher? And I was like, yeah, he eventually, but they fucking cheer anyway. It's like because you're nasty. It's, it goes back to the same thing when you was doing the pimp character, and then too. it was it was crazy yeah. because when I was doing it there, guys were like, do you realize like you're doing a charity show and this dude's fucking right. being derogative towards women? And like I never thought of that. Family but 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 it was right. the way you was doing it, and you switched it up. But the night I said, hey, man, you're going babyface, you was like, you can't fucking turn Mr. Nasty in babyface. Boy, was uh, you fucking wrong on that one, dude. I was like, watch. All I need is a goddamn wrestling ring, a John Cross, yeah. and a Mr. Nasty, and we're going baby. Yeah, and I, I believe there was a tag team that said the exact same thing to me. They uh, said, there's not uh, a yeah. goddamn way you could turn simply the future face. And I said, all I need is a goddamn cage, STF, and a John Cross. Right. <laughs> and it worked every time. All you need is John Cross, you can turn baby. John's yeah. the mask ingredient in all this. Uh, and same thing with me. All you need, like me as a heel, like, like the night you and I went out there mm -hmm. And we did this promo about the Soul Riders. We're gonna main event it again. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna tear it up. Oh, like, yeah. and you know, we, I wasn't supposed to turn heel that night. And me and X Cal was talking about how genu genuine it was and how real it felt. But I wasn't supposed to turn heel that night. And then John's music played. We pulled that. We we did our things. I stepped up. You stepped back. I stepped up. You right. stepped back. I, that match I was excited to see too. Oh, dude, dude, and, and we had a blast with it because we we started doing sequences. That was the night that you and right. I were like we. we we came up with like time contact Barrett's and start doing sequences and it worked like like to me it's like still one of my favorite matches we've ever had was that night uh -huh. because the crowd was hot we were into yeah, it, it I fucking rolled you up one and I told you out there I was, I was like there ain't no fucking way they're gonna boo me I don't give a fuck I'm working you're not they're not gonna boo me I'm the fucking yeah. owner of the company and Dexter's all there's not gonna be they're gonna chance gonna be nasty Rockwell and they did and I was hoping yeah and they did Nasty Rockwell, but we told him, we, we, and we just did a seminar with Trevor, and he said, they boo, you flip the script. Right, right. Flip the script, and we're like, ain't gonna happen. And we started off, Nasty Rockwell, Nasty Rockwell, and I was like, fuck, it's working, it's working. I fucking rolled you up. Didn't even cheat. Right. Didn't even right. cheat. You could have done the same thing and got a huge fucking pop. Right. I did it, booed me out the fucking building. I'm gonna be honest with you, that was heartbroken. I was very heartbroken because all the time I put it in this company and these ungrateful son of a bitches just booed me. They just booed me out the fucking building, but it was like, it was type of deal in the moment. Right, right. I was in the moment and like your facial expressions were gold because it felt real to me. Like when I was going over and I fucking got on the microphone and I was like, you motherfuckers are going to boo me basically after I do all this stuff. Yeah, because that really wasn't. That I was, was like, not playing. I don't remember. Yeah, you're going to boo me? And then they boo even louder. And then I basically say, look, man, I always support the kids, but the rest of you people can go to hell in church. And, yeah. like, I looked at you in the eyes, dude, and you were just like, what the fuck are you doing? What's right. going on? But you were portraying your character, which was very fucking good. And I was, and as, I, as this is going on, I'm sitting here like, did we just create the greatest turn, like, damn near in WFC? Like, on the fucking fly because like this is fucking good like now the owner of wfc is a fucking bad guy something they didn't think they'd ever see but let's be real dude it was leading up to that ever since the cage match it was leading yeah we was headed that yeah. way well we didn't know how we was going to get into it where it was going to happen hell i didn't even know it was going to be on you to be honest with you right, right, right. but it worked and i fucking loved every fucking bit of it i wouldn't take that night i wouldn't take it back even the same night that i joined the cartel and you i went back and watched that here recently there was a lot of fucking things that we could have done better but dude like when you oh you're good when you ducked your head down and said come on Come on, just DDT me. It was like people crying. And there was just people crying, dude. And I fucking DDT, dude. It was just, it was a great moment. It was a great moment. And then fucking Alex and all them beat the fuck out of you. Uh, so, like, every show. Those are fucking every good shows. Every show. Yeah. No, before y'all came. 
Yeah. I'm getting my ass beat yeah. by the other cartel. Every yeah, yeah, same with me. Oh, same with me. Yeah. Show before that, I got my ass whooped by the cartel. Uh, ain't nobody got their ass whooped like me. I'm talking about every. I but, remember Shay saying, God damn, they don't like you. You know, she wasn't really into yeah. the business yet. But that's what we had to do with Nasty at the time, because Nasty would just came from being on top the whole fucking time. So now it's time, man, it's time to get your ass whooped. Shit, I was getting my ass yeah. whooped when I was on top every uh, fucking maybe night. Maybe you should call your goddamn spots better, Nasty. You want to get your goddamn ass <laughs> All <beat>. the time. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's the fun part about being wrestling, and that's what you have to realize as a babyface. You're going to get your goddamn ass kicked. As a heel, you get your, you get to do all the ass whooping, but, motherfucker, you're going to lose more matches uh, than you win. Right. And I'm okay with that being a bad right. guy. You know, I'll fucking lose. Right. Fucking put fuck fuck put me over, man. Let me put everybody else over. So I mean, hey, that's where we're at. Um, you know, like we worked tonight. You guys work got to work with Fuego, so yeah, was bucket list. You got to work a good triple match with Fuego. We got to watch Tigo wrestle MVP, which was, was pretty cool, cool to see yeah, Tigo. That a good match. Yeah. For something you didn't get the the, the MVP gets there and then you go and have your match. Right. Uh, those are always good, good moments because you get to call it work with the crowd. What about the girls, man? The girls are stepping up. They they, they stepped They're up stepping a little up. bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I enjoy their matches. Like the weird then. part about it is when you see all these girls, like you don't never see any sandwiches being made or oh, any. You knew I was gonna go fucking go there. Shit, yeah. You knew goddamn well I was gonna fucking go there. But no, no, but I'm with you, man, and, and, and everybody's stepping up, and it's the same thing with the Ryder Cup, man, even though I wasn't there, even though things didn't go the way I wanted it, um, Ryder's mom didn't get spoke to by the people that's there almost every Ryder Cup, but that's beside the point, like, to hear that these guys stepped the fuck up, night one was good, we were there night one, it was a good fucking show, night two I was told was better than night one. That's Stevie telling me. You know, Stevie, he's a bitter motherfucker. Right. Well, whatever. It was all right. He goes, no, these motherfuckers, yeah, they, they stepped the fuck up. And they did they did their job. So so that's all. That's always fucking cool to me. Uh, Alex, do you have any fucking stories you want to tell us before we wrap this shit up, man? I mean, we're, well, well, story, how, how far away are we from again. Tulsa? We're, Where are we at right we're now? We're in Tulsa. 25. We're in goddamn Tulsa? Yeah, we're 25 from Broken Arrow. 25, I got 25 fucking minutes. So 25 motherfucking minutes. You'll have to point us in the direction of you. Oh, what's what? When we get to Broken Arrow? Yeah. Uh, where are we at right now? Know. Are we on 75? I don't know either. Oh, yeah, I was going to say take 75 to 51. We're there. Uh, 75 51, I don't know what the fuck that's at. Anybody want to rub this knot in my shoulder? No. Nasty, come on, man. Come on, man. We, we've been up and down the road. We've been tag team champions before. I don't want to this I want to hear. I want to hear. Um, look, nasty look. Yeah, yeah there you bites. go. <laughs> that's that's that, 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 that was fucking a, rat. That was that same motherfucker. <laughs> that's that same motherfucker that crawled in your leg. Famous. He's famous. Oh, God. That motherfucker's on a billboard. That don't I bet when someone comes up, he goes. Someone comes up, I say, "Are you a mouse or are you a man? You're quick to say, I'm a fucking man. Fuck that mouse." What story? Hey, that's cool. What story do you want to hear? So out of you three. Um, I gotta kind of take over on this podcast. Oh, that's um, cool. That's you, cool. You three, I want you guys to tell the funniest locker room story that you've heard. <laughs> funniest so, locker room. So any like any locker room story that happened, any funny ass rib that you've done or anything <laughs> like that. Um, I once gave Alex Royal a fucking gummy and he fucking went to the emergency <laughs> room. Uh, Mr. Nasty had mice fighting with him in his. I mean, I what kind of fucking story you want to hear? I mean, we just told you. No, in the locker, locker room. room. Man, oh give, fuck! Give dude. these, give. I want you to give these people, these fans <laughs> that listen, that don't get to. Besides Granny Hulk, who's just in the locker room, um, <laughs> give these people what the locker room talks is and the funny stories and shit. Oh, Let people know that we're actually humans. Well, we oh, dude, I would tell you something. The night that Riker finally came back. And that was the fucking first night of the Ryder Club, oh, Cup, dude. He put Dimitri over, and this motherfucker could not break out of character. <laughs> He's in the back, screaming at Doggins, like just going off on Doggins. And all the workers around him were like, oh, fuck, what's going on with, uh, with, with Riker? What's the fuck? Did I say nasty or did I say Riker? Riker. Okay, I just want to make I was like, fuck, I feel like I just said your name. Going Anyways, uh, yeah, I wish I was. Uh, Riker, I mean, Riker's going off, and me and Nasty are sitting over there. We're like, A, it's fucking Riker cool. <laughs> B, we see the return of Riker. Like, we see it in him. We see the yeah. fire is back. And 
And I mean, dude, when I tell you that Doggins is sitting at the production table, Stevie is sitting next to him, and he's fucking shaking both of these guys. I can't tell you exactly what he was saying, <laughs> but he was talking major shit where everybody in the crowd the could crowd hear him. Could hear, right. And you and I are like, he can't break out of character. He cannot break character. He's stuck in fucking character right now. But it was good because you don't get to see that anymore. Right, right. You don't see that in wrestling no more. Where guys come back to curtain and you're back to the normal self. You don't get to see that fire continue. And he continued in. Uh, it was fucking great. Glenpool, that's where we're at. It was fucking great. So that's one that I can tell you. You have any cool ass fucking like no. funny like like I don't have a whole lot of funny locker room shit other than like Barry pulling his nuts out or something you know what I mean like I uh I, if you ever have to piss in the locker room I piss in a bottle and I put it in Haskell's bag oh those are fuck your Haskell ribs are the best hey Haskell um I don't know miss this shot you fucking eat the fucking crotch of my underwear happens every goddamn fucking time not uh, like that but I'm saying uh -oh. like they'll have this bet like hey Haskell if I make this you clean the shop for six weeks every fucking time Haskell loses every goddamn fucking time hey Haskell I'll give you 50 dollars to pick this flaming hot devil gumball up with your ass oh yeah, yeah so I don't want no Haskell created the term uh, ass wet no so, so now we, we use this word my ass is wet that comes from Haskell that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He said it to my fucking wife. My wife dies up every fucking time yeah, because pork nachos. Get pork, your local yeah. WFC show. The best thing ever. Yeah, pull pork nachos. Put those motherfuckers over it. And anyways, it makes Haskell's ass wet. Uh, that's not where I come from. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's little, those little mice made your ass wet. Uh, oh my god, he made their ass wet. They making their own ass wet when it was fucking each other in the middle of my floor. In the but, middle. But uh, I got a funny one. Uh, I was telling it earlier a little bit. Yali, Yali is my favorite ref. Yali is a black female ref. Mm -hmm. She's the only black female ref I've ever seen in my is life. Is it because she's black? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like when she first came, she was real yeah. cool and timid and shy and shit. She, like I never seen a ref that was scared to touch people. Like she don't like germs. She and then her first place rest working really in Oklahoma was still rage. Oh, the, the biggest germ infested goddamn place. place there is. I mean, fuck. So, you know, she come down. I'm doing this whole program with fucking Sam Stackhouse. So, we had this spot. We talked over in the back where he's gonna. And we didn't really talk with Yali about it, but. He, I'm gonna go for something and to get me to stop. You know, he was the heel. He's gonna grab Yali and put him in front of him. Well, they didn't know each other like that. And uh, he was he was just like, you know, if I do this to a ref, a ref knows to just sit there. No, Yali like didn't know him and she just took off running in the ring. And Sam, that's my dude. He done lost some weight since. I love Sam, bro. Yeah, but he was because okay, he's good, man. He's pretty good. Yo, hell yeah. But Especially then, for a big guy. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that's my dude. Like Sam has lost weight, but. Back then, you know, he was, I mean, he was, he was big, and I, shit, I, I would have been out of breath, too, in that little building. It was hot. This motherfucker, like, was chasing her. Like, instead of just let me go ahead and just hit him and, and take it home, he fucking was like, no, what are you doing? Like, running in the fucking ring. So I'm in the corner just laughing, because at this point, it's like, what the fuck? I'm not going to sell and, and hit the fucking move now. I'm cracking the fuck up because it's funny. And he's like, stop. And Yali, I just hear, I hear her running. What is he doing? What is he doing? Why, why is he touching me? And then all I hear is, stop, please. It's a part of the show. So we get to, the, I end up hitting him or whatever. But I finally just hit him while he was running. So we get to the back. And he's like, what the fuck? She's like, I don't know where your hands been. You, all that sweat. I don't. Oh I just, <laughs> shit. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny because now. she's like, she been like we, NXT and shit now. We was watching a clip that Drake posted one day from uh -huh. Mid South, and you and I had the same reaction because we saw Drake hit this move, but out of nowhere you can see Sam take off fucking running, right? <laughs> running around the corner, <laughs> and we're like, look. I mean, that spot's all cool, but I want to know what the fuck happened to the motherfucker. That's yeah. Sam's charging at right now. Boy, he was fucking all of that. <laughs> and it it took away from Drake's spot. Yeah. He got off like a fucking ladder. But all you can see is Sam run off screen. I'm like, man, who the fuck did he hit? I never seen it. It was, it was Draven that he was going after. <laughs> I still didn't know that. But yeah, I had to ask Drake. I said, who the fuck was Sam running after? <laughs> he just the 
way he ran, it was like, oh, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, he was going to fuck somebody up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to have to admit this right now. This is going to probably go down as my favorite fucking podcast ever. Oh, shit. Dude, because this was cool. Like, there wasn't many, uh... He going to say that shit about the next podcast. Or, no, 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 I'm, I'm not. Because, like, like <laughs> I don't have any dead spots i don't have any i'm trying to think spots like everything's fluent is coming off so i won't say that unless my next spot is better than this one i will and it's three in the goddamn fucking morning and this shit ain't gonna air till thursday fucking next week so because i still gotta get on there and listen to goddamn west crane fucking podcast so we still got a little bit more time actually no we're gonna wrap this shit up i want to ask you guys one day because i want to touch on it too okay okay when it has been the most nervous time you've ever been in the gorilla? So, like, oh. whoever you're going against. Okay, here's my deal on that one. If you don't got butterflies when you're in the gorilla, you're too used to this business and you're uh, not testing yourself to go further. So for example, when I was talking about Riker, right. and right before Riker said, man, you fuck, I'm nervous, that. I'm about to throw up. I said, you're going to go out there and you're going to have the best match of your fucking life. Right. Let me tell you something. When you got butterflies, you're going to have a good fucking match. I've always, every time I got butterflies, I had a good fucking match. Don't get me wrong. There's times I go out there, I have no butterflies. Sometimes when I wrestle I you, I have say, no butterflies yeah. because I know. But like when I wrestled you in Lone Grove, I had butterflies. Oh, because right. it was a new crowd. Right. Like, we're, they don't know us, right. but we still went out there and stole the goddamn show. You know what right. I mean? So, with that being said, what, what about you? Like, like, do any of you guys still get butterflies? Like, I, I still get butterflies. Yeah, I get them. So, so I still get I, them for matches. If I got a shit, no. I, I tell you one thing. No, those, I, those I, are I the BGs, today. bro. Those are the BGs, the bubble guts. Yeah, I had them today. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, but you're in a new place. So, but but my thing is, you're used to WFC. So, for example, say I'm gonna book you in a match right now with Tommy Dean at the next show. When you hit Gorilla, are you gonna hit Butterflies? Or are you so used to working Tommy Dean that you could pull it off? I don't think I hit. I'd really hit Butterflies to be more excitement. Like I'd be ready to go out there because I know. But honestly, I think yeah. butterflies have a lot to do with excitement. Well, I know, I know. Not so much will... nerves, but yeah. like you I don't could be excited. I, mean, I, I remember whenever. So my time is I'm not really. I don't have. Sure, but you you've come out from the gorilla, so yeah. you, you get to say so, at least say yeah, few. So my time was, and I literally got so fucking nervous that I was gonna fuck up this spot. Was whenever we did the mask gimmick for John for OKX. Where oh I, yeah, yeah, that was a good I, spot where, too. Where I came out to John's music. And I was just, it was so surreal because I was in the gorilla and as soon as John Music came, I could not make myself go through the gorilla. I was like, I was so fucking scared that, hey, I'm about to fuck this up. It came out really good. I'll give credit to that one because you actually looked like you was really talking, but it was John. It was yeah, fucking beautiful. Was yeah. Oh, uh, mine, man, I, so I don't get, I don't really get butterflies really now. I I mean, oh goddamn veteran over here! Nah, I ain't no veteran. No, it ain't that. It's I'm just, just fucking with you. I, man, um, it now if we like you were saying earlier, if we're in front of a new crowd, it's like usually the guys I'm working, I'm, I, I don't, I, I know it's gonna be good. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, that yeah, first yeah, time yeah, I ever yeah, worked John's yeah. in UWE, I had butterfly. First time I ever walked, worked Jermaine in IZW, I had fucking butterfly. Uh-huh. But once I worked them. I was good. If I work them again, I don't have butterflies. Oh, man. I work Chavo, man. My fucking butterflies were flying out my right. goddamn ass, yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck yeah, is all this? Uh, but, you know, uh, and, and the same thing with John. When I worked John in the cage match, the butterflies were there. Right. But there's been times that I worked John, they weren't even there because I knew me and John were going to be fine, you know? I did have butterflies. Um, no, I had them more against the, in the Tommy D tables match. Um, more so because I knew that I was dropping the belt after Sure, and that just that and that whole thing came up that day. You yeah, know, what I mean? like it came with that. So I mean, so that's fucking cool, man. That's a story for another fucking time, though. Uh, so I don't want to give them all our goddamn stories. Yeah, then, they ain't, then I can't bring guys back on, and we ain't gonna shit. We got plenty more roads of tr- road trips ahead of us, and we'll be podding the fuck out of them. So, so basically, you want to take it home? Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. So basically, I want to take this goddamn podcast home, guys. Just like I want to take my ass home, and I want to smoke some weed home. and fucking enjoy my goddamn time at home. Uh, so. I want to eat some booty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just. Oh, you. Oh, you don't like getting your booty. booty you like eating the booty. Yeah, I like to eat Shay's Shay's, Shay's booty. Not Dude, let me tell you booty. something. Let me tell you something. You a nasty motherfucker right That's now. Right. How you you booty eating motherfucker. I'm telling you, I don't mean I don't get into it. Whatever. Let's talk about wives getting to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Uh, anyways. Booty, booty, blah, blah, blah.
Hey, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast just as fucking much as I did because I think it's cool. And I can't wait to actually go back and fucking listen to it. Was that a horse? That was a goddamn horse, wasn't it? That was a, that was a <laughs> You guys enjoy. Uh, just remember, you still can check out What Can You Offer. They are on Anchor. They are on uh, Spotify and they are on Apple Podcasts, so please check them out. You're on the road with Tim Rockwell, chilling with the villain. Oh, what about my podcast? Oh, you got a podcast? Nope. Oh, and you can check out Nasty's podcast right here on my podcast. Right. Before I leave you tonight, I want to remind you that WFC returns to Claremore Mulbra Gym July 13th. For Freedom Rings Rumble. The fight for Jericho. Where over 20 participants will have a chance. A chance to become the number one contender for the WFC Championship. And challenge the WFC Champion at our eight year anniversary show. Plus in Muldrow, Oklahoma on July 20th. WFC will present Muldrow Mayhem at the Liberty Public School. Get your VIP tickets now. WFCTickets.com